0: Hey, good morning. It's Friday, October the 6th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm JD Walt, and this is your wake up call. Let's start our Friday off this morning with a prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleeper.
1: Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my
0: eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a
1: living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying
0: in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, What Can Stand in the Way of My Being Baptized? And our text is Acts chapter 8, verses 36 to 40. Hear now the word of the Lord. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about
1: preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. What can stand in the way of my being
0: baptized? Backing up a few verses, I suppose we should say the following Scenario should stand in the way of a person being baptized. Let's call it the Samaritan situation. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers there that they might receive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them, they
1: had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Baptism requires a threshold level of two things, faith and understanding. Two things
0: will help us here. Let's begin with why we baptize in the first place. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father And of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Matthew 28 19 and 20. We baptize because Jesus commanded us to baptize. Notice, though, he said to baptize in the triune name Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Something tells me the problem with the Samaritan situation was not that the leaders did not say, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, or that they just said, I baptize you in the name of Jesus. The baptisms weren't disqualified on a technicality of speech. This is one of the big problems with baptism over the centuries. People have majored on the minors. So what's the main thing? What did Jesus have in mind when he told his apostles to make disciples of all nations and baptize them in the triune name? Surely it had to be this. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Matthew three sixteen and 17. Behold, the Father speaks, the Spirit seals, and the Son signs salvation through his death, burial,
1: and resurrection. Permit me to speak what may be a corrective word over all
0: the controversies around baptism over the centuries, and there have been many. When it comes to baptism, the main thing is not the water, the main thing is not the method the main thing is not the earnestness of the faith of the person being baptized the main thing is not even the words being spoken by the preacher the main thing is surely not the preacher or the people doing the baptizing the main thing is the word of god this is my son whom i love with him I am well pleased. To be baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit is to be baptized into, infused by, and otherwise infilled with this self same love of God. No matter where the water is, How much there is or where it came from, it is the same water of Jesus' baptism. No matter who is doing the baptizing or speaking the baptismal words, and whether you heard these words at your baptism or can't remember your baptism or were never even baptized, if you are a Christian, which is to say, if you put your whole trust in Jesus to save you from the power of sin and death and to fill you with the Holy Spirit, the seal of glory, transforming you into his very image from one degree of glory to the next, and to raise you up on the last day to live forever and ever with him and all the saints in his eternal kingdom. Yes, if you are a Christian, then these words from the Father are your words, spoken over you, wanting and willing to reverberate into your very bones and beyond. You are my son. You are my daughter. You are my beloved.
1: With you, I am well pleased. It is an irrevocable,
0: unconditional, and unwavering word of the affection and affirmation of Almighty God over you. Baptism is the consecration, transformation, and demonstration of this word over you
1: and over me and over us. So, Ending where we began. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? The prayer of transformation. Lord Jesus, I am your
0: witness. I receive your righteousness and release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness. And release my brokenness. I receive your fullness. And release my
1: emptiness. I receive your peace. And release my anxiety. I receive your joy. And release my despair.
0: I receive your healing. And release my sickness.
1: I receive your love and release my selfishness. Come, Holy Spirit,
0: transform my heart, mind, soul, and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your
1: sanctuary. For the glory of God our Father. Amen. in the question, have you and are you and
0: will you receive this baptismal word of God over, for, into, and through you? Will you speak it over yourself even now in Jesus' name by just saying, insert your own name, you are my son, my daughter, you are my beloved, with you, I am
1: well pleased. And for our hymn today, we're going to sing, this is kind of a
0: fun hymn. Where is it? I had it marked. It's called The Wonderful Words of God. Sing them over again to me. It's number 429 in our seedbed hymnal. 429, 429, wonderful words of life. Three verses. Great chorus. We'll sing them all. Number 429. Sing them over again to me, wonderful words of life. Let me more of their beauty see. Wonderful words of life, words of life and beauty. Teach me faith and duty, beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Christ the Blessed One gives to all wonderful words of life. Sinnerless to the loving call, wonderful words of life. All so freely given, wooing us to heaven. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Beautiful words, wonderful words. Wonderful words of life. Sweetly echo the gospel call. Wonderful words of life. Offer pardon and peace to all. Wonderful words of life. Jesus only, Savior, sanctify forever. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Amen. I haven't sang that one in in a long time, and I
1: missed it. I remember singing it as a kid, and that, that perky melody. It's Friday. And um You know, I was I was thinking today about John the Baptist and how he said uh, I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And so you know Jesus' baptism, the triune
0: baptism, he baptizes with water, with the Holy Spirit, and with fire. And, you know, I think I may have caused some confusion this week when I was writing about that Samaritan situation and maybe likening it to my own situation. I think
1: You know, some people thought that I was saying that
0: maybe you don't receive the baptism or you don't receive the Holy Spirit when you're baptized and that you need something else beyond your baptism, you know, to be a Christian. And I just want to be clear, that is not what I'm saying at all
1: legitimate Christian baptism, yes, you receive the Holy Spirit. And I think
0: what I'm not talking about here is like, am I a Christian or not? That's that's a good conversation, but that's not what I was driving at earlier this week. That's a forensic kind of question. I'm talking about experience, the experience of the Christian life, the the living experience of the Holy Spirit in our life. And really, this is about our discipleship. And I think what I was really talking about was my own discipleship. It was lacking. It was potentially anemic and inadequate in that no one taught me about the Holy Spirit. Let's just say I received the Holy Spirit when I was baptized in Jesus' name. Well, If I have no understanding in that, if I have no awareness or growing sort of experience, so what? It's just like if I put a million dollars in your bank account and never told you, and you had no idea of it, and you lived your whole life, and you never spent a dime of it because you didn't know it was there. That's the thing I'm talking about. This is the awakening that we're talking about. Waking up to the indwelling Holy Spirit who is recreating, restoring, and re- re- transforming us into the image of God from one degree of glory to the next. We have to participate in what God is doing. And um, so that's just clarifying that. But um, so sorry for any confusion or conflict I may have caused. I got you know, a few upset emails over that, which are fine, that's, I'm not upset about that, I appreciate people taking the time to write and to care about it enough, and so, yeah, that's probably, this Friday, guys, it's going to be a good day out there in the fields of awakening, so let's get our seed let's just be aware, be aware that we are filled by the Holy Spirit today. I love it how Jesus said after his resurrection, he had his disciples in the room, and he breathed on them, and he said, receive the Holy Spirit. It's kind of like, you know, yesterday's breathing is not enough for today's heartbeat. I got to breathe today, and guess what? Jesus is breathing on us. He's saying, receive the Holy Spirit. So just like Maybe as we're closing today, just take some deep breaths, deep breaths of awareness and consciousness. And, and, you know, the crazy thing is we've been breathing the whole time. We've been together this morning and we, we weren't even conscious of it. So we're still breathing. So there's this sense in which the spirit is active and present and moving and holding us together and sustaining our lives. And we're not even aware. But then when we breathe, Man, it takes it to the next place, doesn't it? When we become aware of our breathing, we can breathe deeper. That's good. Let's close it there today, guys. Get your seeds. I'll see you on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed.